Talk About It Thursdays, brought to you by the Student Relief Team. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Talk About It Thursdays. I hope that all of you are doing well and staying safe. Can you believe that we're already in the second month of this year? Honestly, sometimes time just kind of feels non-existent, but it's definitely exciting to think about what this year has in store for all of us. This week, we're going to be talking about something that kind of relates to this excitement and fear um, of just the future. We're actually jumping back into our main series this week with another dimension of mental health, um, and this podcast will kind of go back and forth between our usual content and episodes of Mental Health and I, because I don't want to sacrifice either of the two parts of the podcast, since they're both so important to overall well-being. So as I mentioned, back to the original series this week, we're talking about self-doubt. And this will actually be a two-part episode, similar to our episodes on self-talk. The first episode, so this one, will kind of go into what self-doubt is, kind of give you some indications or signs of self-doubt so that you can better identify it um, whenever it kind of appears. And then the second episode will go into more practical steps on how we can approach self-doubt and work on it together. Okay, let's get right into it. Self-doubt. Think about that for a minute and try to give it your own definition. What does it mean to you? Do you feel like you have ever maybe experienced it? All right, now that I've kind of given you some time, I mean, feel free to to pause the podcast if you want and kind of take your own time to reflect on it. Um, But when I first heard of self-doubt, I immediately related it to self-talk, especially negative self-talk. I often find myself doubting the things I do and just kind of doubting myself in general. And this has led me to points where I've overly criticized my own work or actions, or even felt like the things I was doing or the effort I was putting in just wasn't enough, right, no matter what. And there have been many times in life where that self-criticism has been healthy and beneficial. And for others, it is. There are times when it's healthy and beneficial. But when you self-criticize everything you do and doubt even the smallest of actions you make, it can become detrimental to your mental health. So now that you've kind of thought about what self doubt is to you um, and kind of heard my take on it, let's try to build a definition for self-doubt together. It pretty much is what it sounds like, right? It's doubting yourself, um, feeling not as confident or unsure, uncertain about what you do or how you feel. For example, let's say you're assigned to some sort of project where you have to come up with an idea and present it in front of a bunch of people. Let's add on the stress that there are people you've never met or people you've never kind of had a conversation with, someone you aren't well acquainted with, right? You immediately think of something that would be pretty cool, right? You have this idea, you're like, wow, this is great. And you finish the project, but then a little voice in your head kind of starts asking you, hey, do you really think this is a good idea? What if other people have something better? What if this isn't good enough? Is it that the work isn't good enough or is it just that I'm not smart enough? As you can see, something as small as you questioning and doubting your idea can turn into 
you doubting your ability to do the task or even yourself. Now, that was just one example of what self-doubt can look like, and it isn't the same for everyone. So you may see it manifest in other ways, and it can come up pretty much everywhere in our lives, every aspect, your work life, your school life, home life, anywhere. As a parent, you could maybe doubt the way that you parent your children, especially when they do something wrong or something that you'd never think they would do. <laughs> or at work, you could be working the same job for years and may still have moments where you doubt yourself and your abilities. And I think this is a good time to go back to when I said that it can actually be good because there are times where self-doubt may lead to improvement or maybe it may lead you to rethink an impulsive decision or something that wasn't well thought out. And that's beneficial. There are definitely moments in our life that require us to kind of have some level of self-doubt to kind of ensure that we're not taking um, that decision right away and taking a moment to kind of reflect on it. However, everything in life needs some sort of balance. And when self-doubt becomes a constant or becomes so bad that you're kind of stopping the things that you were actually good at and it can kind of become crushing, right? It could stop you from doing so many things. It could keep you from trying new things or even trying things that maybe you have to retry because you didn't do so well in the past. You could completely shut down and not want to do anything without having the little voice in your head telling you that you probably can't do it. And that's what makes it so important because it can drastically change the way you behave and approach things in life. Now, the other side of self-doubt revolves around how you feel about yourself. Self-doubt can also destroy your own perception of yourself and turn how you view yourself into a very kind of negative form, and it becomes hard to deal with. Sometimes people may feel worthless, they may feel undeserving of things like friendship or love or success. They may feel like they aren't valuable or contributing back to the people in their lives, all of which kind of stems from self-doubt. Sometimes it's just a fleeting thought, right, that goes away, but usually it takes time to work through since it requires a change in your thought process or how you think about things or yourself. And for people who may be facing anxiety or depression, this can be so difficult to deal with. So it's definitely one of those things that we need to start talking about. Seeing that self-doubt is so multidimensional and kind of noticing how it affects so many aspects of our life um, and our thinking and our behavior, it kind of becomes apparent why we need to discuss it and find ways to approach it or even manage it so that we can use it in its beneficial form, um, but maybe keep it in control so that it doesn't get to the point where it's negatively affecting our mental health. With that, I think we've done a good job at kind of giving self-doubt a definition, and we've had some time to see how it may impact someone and their mental health. In the next episode, we'll get into what we can do to approach and manage self-doubt. If you have any questions or would like me to expand on anything in this episode, reach out and I would be happy to do so. I thank you for listening and hope you learn something new about self-doubt and about yourself. Let's make a change together, even when we're apart. That's it for me, folks. Bye.